Alrighty, welcome to the uh, The Lunatic Show. Uh, this is Anthony. I'm on the mic. I also go by Botch, and I go by a special name for a certain special somebody. By Bradley Gray, she calls me her Tachi. Uh, to my left, um, I have my little brother, the youngest one of uh, the three. Hey, I'm Nick I'm the youngest one. They call me Franklin, and my little niece call me by my name. I guess that's my cue, uh, as you can tell from Hunter. Uh, my name's Christian. My nickname's Titson. I'm the middle brother. Um, let's do this. So, uh, what's the first topic? What are we talking about? Why it took us so long to uh, get this podcast going. Honestly, we should have been doing this a long time ago. I mean... You're not wrong. It's just, uh, I guess, time and then the sinkhole of learning and, and trying to find something to, uh, I guess, go down this rabbit hole on and, uh, I guess, just doing it. That's mainly the, the, the main thing for, I guess, most people is procrastination is most people just put it off, put it off, put it off. Eventually you'll get to it and then one day it's just too many days have passed and you just, uh, yeah, you're like, man, I should have started this months ago, years ago. Yeah, and that's where we're at right now. Yeah, I can agree. We we talk about this for years. Like when we start making plans, like make about this podcast. When they our name show, like turn to like and it says name show. Yeah, no. Uh, we'll kick it off. Uh, Hunter actually got the ball rolling on this. Um, he was really, I guess you could say, hounding us in a way to get it going, get it going, get it going, get it going. So we finally did. Here we are. We are currently in my brother's kitchen. This is how we're doing it. The garage was an option. It's just a little too hot in there. Yeah, we're going to the winter for that to kick yeah, off. Yeah, no, the winter's yeah. going to be good. So I guess, I guess the, the the actual first topic we can start off with is uh, or with is um, fantasy football. I uh, I'm in three leagues. Went two and one over the weekend. Aaron Rodgers really fucked me. Um. So yeah, I mean. Um, Before we get into the the, the fantasy football, let's talk about those Packers though. How, how what are we feeling? Um, don't don't complain. Actually, start. Yeah, old boy should have went to OTAs. Should have showed up to practice. He should have never missed those voluntary workouts. Um, I realize he had a a little riff with the the organization. Possibly the front office is what we heard. Um, I think he should have showed up. You can tell he was rusty. We looked like shit, honestly. Um, it's just, yeah, it, it wasn't a good showing. I mean, what do you think, Hunter? It was just, it was terrible, I feel like. Well, I'll be honest, because I have Aaron Rodgers, I ran into Twitter, but Aaron Rodgers got engaged from that game show, because he missed the TV show. I didn't miss the TV show, he missed practice, like, innocent. Because, um, but he could have showed up practice, like, over today, and having, like, steady and stuff, and, Learn more about the defense, about Christian. Yeah, I was always in the camp that, uh, you know, after the his MVP caliber season, you know, it was great. But at the end of the day, um, you know, these guys don't play for MVPs. They don't play for most improved. They don't play for, you know, those little accolades. At the end of the day, it's all about holding that trophy up, the Lombardi, and then getting that ring on your finger. Shout out to Tom Brady, the GOAT. Yeah, the GOAT. Uh, the GOAT. I mean... Like I said, uh, you know, I'm in the camp that, you know, after the season, you know, I, I just thought the, the ride was over. I think we should have we let him go, and we should have just moved on from the 
Aaron Rodgers experiment and then jumped into, I mean, you got to jump in eventually at some point. You jump in feet first with the Jordan Love experiment. I will see. We'll see how that goes. Jordan Love looked phenomenal going in. That yes. touch pass to Amari Rodgers on the sideline. Yes. Beautiful. And that, that's the other thing is like, okay, so we're, here we are. We're talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers and his little rift with the front office and how he's uh, conducting his business on the offseason and having all of his agents or his agents and someone in his camp coming out saying all this stuff. But, uh, yeah. Um, so, Amari Rodgers, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Randall Cobb, what, 30 years old, Hunter? About 32, 33. 32, 33. Hear that? All right. And he's getting 31. paid 31. Okay, never mind. We're going to fact check Actually, that. let me look that up. We're going to fact check it. 31. I'm saying 31. Anyways, getting paid way too much. Uh, did, how many catches do you have in the game? Um, you got one catch for 80 yards, 20 yards. Yeah, he's 31. 31. One catch, and he's getting paid like 10 mil? Yeah. 10, 12 mil? Is it? So when you buckle. To a uh, to the players' needs, and that's the way that uh, the Packers organization uh, definitely handled the situation. They definitely buckled. Here you go, bringing in a, a vet that you let go a few seasons ago because y'all thought that he was washed up, and you know the greener pastures were done. Mm-hmm. And he goes, comes back, and he gets one catch. And you guys draft Amari Rogers uh, out of Clemson, and. He has a bigger impact, or he has a better a better catch uh, later on in the game, and it's just kind of sad, but that's where we're at. Well, I think what you said was that Elman Rogers, he did a slot receiver from Creston, and I love watching highlights. He played a show to the game against uh, Alabama. Like, he's outstanding kid. He's a great footwork, great hands, good speed. And he run about at least average ten yards per yard game, you know, for the yard. So, the bottom, like I said, about roller cop and walks. I told Green on that one roller cop because if you not so retired, if you play this year, that if you can get hurt, everyone watch you roll step up, taking a spot because they're being watched. Cause it's like one job. Yeah, I don't know. Rogers is a, he's a tough character to read, honestly. I know he got, uh, I think recently engaged to some movie star. Shout out to uh, Shalene, if I'm saying her name correctly. Light's perfect, that's perfect. Um, yeah, I don't know. Enough about Rogers. like I said, uh, you know, we got, we got 17, 16 more games to talk about uh, the Packers, so let's just see. Let's get on to some interesting Yeah, subjects. definitely not a good week one. Yeah, we'll definitely move on. not. Definitely agree Janus, with that. I mean, no disrespect to Janice, but if he comes out there, Lace he it, outplays baby. the MVP. Yeah. Who put up damn near, a ju- I mean. He put up Janice Winston numbers the first game. Let's yeah, go. 48 touchdowns and uh, five or six interceptions last year. Yeah, and, and this guy comes out here and outplays you. Yeah, it just shows you got to stop making commercials and get your ass on the fucking field and play <laughs> and do your job. I know it sounds kind of hypocritical to say, you know, shut up and play, but yeah, you, you kind of want to get out there and just get the ball rolling. Um, I got something for you guys. I want to talk about something and somebody. Here you go. You ready for it? You're not that guy, Phil. Trust me. You're not that guy. Okay, that not that guy is going to be Urban Meyer. Yeah. Welcome to the NFL, Jesus Urban Christ. Meyer. Who, yeah. who opens up their NFL season putting in their rookie quarterback? 
into the frying pan, right into the hot seat, throwing 11 straight passes. J-Rob, if I'm a James Robinson owner, I'd, I'd be looking to trade, maybe to ship. Um, Urban Meyer thinks this is college, and he thinks he has some of the best recruits coming out of the nation and playing against a bunch of, uh, you know, door-to-door salesmen. Turns out in the NFL, everyone is a top-tier athlete, and you can't do that. Welcome to the NFL, Dick. I got, I got one for you. I got grabbed uh, Dick Harney, but how you feel, how you feel about testing offense that play against uh, us on the con? They have, they have the potential, but it's just, I don't know why it wasn't clicking. I don't feel like the card. Chandler Jones. Don't discredit Chandler. That 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 front, the front four you'd say is probably one of the best, if not. It is definitely the best the veteran D line out there. D line out there, honestly. I mean, that's just me. I mean, who has a better? Uh, I would I would say uh, the Washington Football Team. Uh, Chase Young is an absolute beast, but they spent I think uh, two or three first round picks on you know getting some linemen up front to get some pass pass rush up there. That's true. They have one of the youngest cores, and those guys are phenomenal, man. What about But, Buffalo? no, the Cardinals, like you said, 100%. Um, Chandler Jones, you can't discredit him. Adding J.J. Watt to that team absolutely uh, changes the dynamic of that pass rush because you don't you no longer get to double-team Chandler Jones on the outside. You have to now double-team J.J. Uh, Watt. If not, then you're going to get hit from him, and you already know what J.J. Watt does. J.J. Swat for a reason. And, yeah, the Cardinals, um, they looked amazing. It's good to see Cliff uh, finally getting it to click together over in Arizona. I wish he would have done that here at Tech. But I'm not going to lie, I'd uh, welcome him back. I was one of the guys that booed him. I was, too. But I, was a, I, was I will take Cliff in a heartbeat over Matt Wells. Yeah, uh, Matt Wells. What do you think about that Tech game? Terrible. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, I realize we got a new quarterback, you know, new offensive coordinator. Shout out to Sonny Cumbie um, for leaving the TCU Horn Frogs to come back home. You know, that's, a, that's nice. Coach Yost, David Yost. Uh, I don't know which one he was, Harry or Lloyd from fucking Dumb and Dumber, but goddamn, the guy was <laughs> awful. He was as bad as a fucking hairdo. I mean, the play calling was just shit. Um, but yeah, no, no. To go back to that tech game against Stephen F. Austin. Were we that bad, or is Stephen F. Austin that tough? I mean, we came out and got punched in the mouth against Houston and responded in the second half. So, I don't know. And then I just felt like we never really caught our footing against Stephen F. Austin. We just got lucky, I feel like, that whole game. I, I got one question. Um, I heard that Kim Tyron from Oregon, he's a four-star from Oregon, he come to Ted. Shuck. So I realized that Ken had a better arm than, uh, what's his name? Al Bowman. Yeah, Alan Bowman. Yeah, no, Alan Bowman, I guess he's a backup on LSU. He's playing fucking scout team for them. But the guy was just asshole. I, I could go out there and throw better left-handed than that Uncle Rico fuck. It's just <laughs> terrible. I mean, I don't know. Every time I saw him throw, it just reminded me of Napoleon Dynamite and Uncle Rico, if you guys didn't catch that reference. But yeah, fuck me. Alan Bowman is a backup at Michigan Wolverines. Yeah, whatever. Michigan and LSU. uh, To your credit, uh, you know, um, I was glad for what he brought to the Tech uh, offense, but uh, he just seemed like one of those guys that was was better off as being somebody that just wanted to be a, a backup 
and that never really wanted the spotlight, you know, those guys that always fake injuries. Um, Alan Bowman, uh, shout out to you for what you did here, but uh, I am very glad that you know, are no longer a part of the Texas Tech team. Wish you the best of luck. And, um, yeah, it's shuck season, so get bucked. Nuck if you shuck. That's right, baby. I'm shocked. If not, get fucked. <laughs> That's just honestly, yeah, get fucked if you don't shuck. So fantasy football, let's 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 kick it off. Anthony said he started off the third time. We're right, we're, we're we're gonna tie this back in. We're just gonna bounce everywhere. Two and one, Anthony, right here. Uncle Tachi went two and one over the weekend. Got my ass fucking handed to me. And uh, Zach's league, I don't know what it is with his league. I feel like I have a solid team. I have Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, but they shot the bed. I ended up getting my ass spanked. 144 to like 80 and then your league came around and shout out to the fucking troll man himself Nolan Davis he thought he was going to get a dub against me that shit wasn't happening uh yeah no I, 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 I like Nolan besides Nolan's that, a good egg yeah, yeah he is uh, a Man U fan great kid God bless his soul but shout out to Liverpool you never walk alone we don't support that's right baby trash but no Nolan thought he was going to get a, a dub against me um Thankfully, I had Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup came out and balled the fuck out. Shout out to the fucking Rams offense. High potent, high power. Reminds me of Tech back in the day. But yeah, we ended up beating him in that league. Uh, I ended up going into my our dad's league, um, beating Zach. I had Lamar Jackson and Tyson Williams. I ended up beating Zach by 30. Pretty nice little win. Um, so I went 2-1 and one over the weekend. Christian, what about you? What did you do? Uh, I went 3-0. I was undefeated was on the weekend. I uh, handed... Uh, everyone their asses back to them. They came. They stepped to the champion. Five-time champion. Um, you know. Yeah. It is. It's what I do. Nolan said he wanted some of this DeLuna power this weekend. He played against Anthony in my uh, my my league that I run. It's called the Little League. And then in the big league, which my dad runs, uh, I handed it to him in that league. Um, you know, if you want to run with the dogs, but you can't, you stay on the porch. <laughs> but no, uh, it was a good game. Looking forward to this week. Um, things I wanted to kind of touch on was uh, the Elijah Mitchell pick. Um, you know, kudos to everybody that picked him up in the waiver wire. And if your fantasy league isn't running a free agency acquisition budget, which means you bid on players and you know he doesn't accrue or renew during the season, you have to manage that. Uh, find a new league. That's not a real fantasy football league. Um, you shouldn't be rewarded for drafting terrible. Yeah. Um, you should be able to bid on players, whether you're on last place or whether you're in first place. And Eliza Mitchell, um, obviously, if you're Kyle Shanahan, you know what you're going to do come Sunday and if you're going to play him or not. But I honestly don't feel like he's going to be the starter there. It's going to be uh, one of those things who gets the hot hand. And Trey Sermon was a healthy scratch, but... Uh, this Sunday, like I said, it's going to be a hot hand thing, and uh, Jeff Wilson's coming back somewhere t- during the season, so if you want to play checker moves, you, you add um, Elijah Mitchell and Jermichael Hasty, and you keep Trey Sermon. If you want to play some chess, you add Jeff Wilson Jr., because your season isn't one uh, weeks one through six. I'm sure that helps you get a playoff spot. Your season's one six through 12, where, you have to, where it starts getting to the nitty-gritty. Everyone's dying from injuries. Jeff Wilson Jr., name to look out for. Um, definitely a, a sleeper pick come November. Mark my words. Well, I got my ass kicked by my, my brother and Christian and we'll kick him ass. And I'll, 
when my brother, his friend, uh, named Josh, uh, he put a good boy on my ass, uh, big lead, uh, um, But honestly, real fast, let me cut you off. Who was on Josh's team? Like, Amari Cooper. If you hold Amari Cooper in check, you win that game. You put up 120-something points. You lost by, like, 20. So, yeah, if Amari doesn't go off for the 30-something he had or the 40-fucking points, you win that game easily. I'm not saying names here, and I'm not going to name names or teams. Josh but, uh, McClure, by the way. Uh, there's a trade currently in the works for a, uh, a Dak Prescott for a... Uh, for Rob Gronkowski, how do you guys feel about Dak for Gronkowski? Does the guy not know how to fantasy? <laughs> no disrespect. Not naming names. I, this is completely anonymous, so. Nah, I mean, it's a good trade. Gronk went off. That's Brady's safety valve, so. does he? Is he back? Gronk or Brady? Gronkowski, baby. Actually, yes. Yeah, no. He, he, wasn't, he had, like, nine targets for, nine targets, nine receptions for, like, 90 yards and two touchdowns? Yeah, no, you don't. That was, you don't Gronkowski, take a, that was Gronkowski from, from the you Patriots. Don't, you don't take a year off, come back, win a fucking Super Bowl, and then party your ass off, come back, and then not, you know, what is he, 32? Technically, yeah, you know, 32. when you think about it, you know, I feel like he's in his prime still. But football prime, obviously he's, he's uh, heading on out, which is kind of disrespectful. Do you, do you think Rock has control payment? Oh, easily, hands down, Rob Gronkowski's a future Hall of Famer. No, the guy, I the guy in a way changed the tight end position. I mean, who really? I mean, who actually set? I mean, they, I mean, we could go back to the '60s, '70s, '80s, '90s to see who who actually set that tight end, who got that spot going. Uh, I mean, I don't want to be disrespectful to the the ones previous, but uh, maybe the only one I could possibly think off top was. Uh, Tony Gonzalez and then Antonio Gates yeah, and then after that it's kind of I guess Gronkowski took over the throne for a while I guess and now you have Travis Kelsey who is an yeah, absolute Kelsey beast of a man monster. I don't even know if you consider him a tight end really because last year in fantasy uh, 0.5 PPR he put up what would what would have been the fourth highest in uh, the receiver total so this guy is uh, a transitional player he's transcending uh, his position and competing with receivers but um you know i'm gonna i'm gonna sidestep the tight ends and i'm gonna hop in here to a little hot pick if you guys are listening rondell moore receiver from the arizona cardinals he was drafted i believe in the second round kid is five seven came from purdue electric as hell um, let me show uh, this this guy he put up 313 yards all-purpose yards uh, in his first game, 18 years old. Who? Rondell Moore, receiver, Arizona Cardinals. Damn, that's young. He did so, that in college? College. First game, 18 years old. Very first game, 313 all-purpose yards. Ridiculous. And he's he's currently on everybody's waiver wires, so if you guys Ball are looking out, for a name man. to add Ball out. and just kind of sit on, um, I, I could see during the game a little bit that the Arizona was trying to feed him the ball and trying to get the ball in his hands because the kid is electric. Think about Tariq Cohen um, at the receiver position, what and that's Tyree what he's going to be. Is he a Tyreek Hill type player? Smaller uh, than Tyreek, but can't no. out like that. There's I was going to say Tyreek Esk. Tyreek Esk is just like, it's, Tyreek is just, is, is in a different bracket. That's like if you took 
Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Chris Chris Johnson, and you put him in a receiver, and you just let him run all over the field. There's like you can't guard Tyreek Hill. Rondell, I would say, would be mm, maybe like a uh, who's a who's a little electric player. Maybe like a Jakeem Grant here at, when he was here at Tech, not in the NFL. Jakeem Grant in the uh, college was electric. He's electric. Fast. That's why I said Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. I, I like was Reggie. Electric. You want yeah. to talk about somebody that changed the world at running back? I feel like was uh, old Reggie Bush. Shout out to Reggie Bush. Also, forgot to mention at the very beginning of uh, the podcast when we kicked it off, that was my brother-in-law, Ezavelli. Check him out on YouTube. He makes his own music. He's an up-and-comer. Love the guy to death. Ezra, shout out, bro. Playing your stuff. Don't sue me. <laughs> Just letting you know. Don't. All right. Don't fucking. Do <laughs> let me harp on this real quick, and I'm gonna end this Rondell Moore so you guys can go pick him up and add him, and just let him rot on your bench. He's, uh, he's at the conclusion of the 2018 regular season of Wikipedia. Moore had recorded 1,164 receiving yards and 203 rushing yards uh, to go along with 13 combined touchdowns. Moore's 2,048 all-purpose yards were the most since Dorian Bryant recorded in 2007, and second most in school history. And this kid is. With the Arizona Cardinals, with Kyler Murray, who looks absolutely amazing, with DeAndre Hopkins drawing number one coverage, this kid is going to feast PPR machine. Mark my words. I think a Conrad, like you're saying, I think a Conrad will be an MVP for Justin Herbert. Whoa, 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 whoa. MVP? Yeah. Over, I... Over who? Uh, I say not over Patrick Holmes or Charles Allen, those two guys. Because you know, back Patrick Holmes, he's outstanding on the field. When he throw a bomb or go short pass, this kid is gonna be a be future. And before anybody like questions, uh, why my brother sounds like he's talking with peanut butter in his mouth. He's uh he's. He's handicapped, and you know we're doing this as a special tribute to him because he wanted to get this going like Anthony said earlier. Yeah. So if you guys can't understand, and if you guys left with that, fucking uh, you're going to hell. Yeah. Eat a fucking dick. <laughs> we can only uh, get him yeah, shit. We, right? we we're the ones that had to sit through those uh, those speech classes and had to uh, be around the other kids with dis- disabilities. So uh, you guys Raven laugh. Souls you, can't, can't, you can't if you laugh or you can't understand them, then fuck your face and uh, fuck yourself because we can't. And this isn't for uh, whoa, whoa. anybody it's else. Just a, whoa, whoa. Uh, oh, this oh. is for him. Or you go to hell for that. Okay, all right. All right. Up, all right. Look, it was meant as a lighthearted joke. To, uh, We're going to reel this back. <laughs> but yeah, no. Shout out to Hunter. Um, yeah, I don't know. We, uh, we're, we're doing our thing right now. Um, a little bit about myself. I've had four knee surgeries. And that's fucking terrible. Learning how to walk again, awful. I mean, we're just jumping all over the, the place. Yeah. But this is our first podcast. This is our first episode. So, I mean, we're going to be all over the place. We don't really have anything out. We, we just kind of winged it. And this is, you know, this is who we are. We're not professionals. We're not here to, you know, be pros. Regardless of Texas Tech's football season, does Matt Wells still have a job at the end of the season? They have a winning season, he does. Yeah, actually, he's still there. Is. And that's why I respect USC as a program because even though they finished last season as five and one, 
they come into this season, get absolutely tranced, trampled, traumatized, violated, whatever you want to say, by Stanford, and they can their guy. Their guy was just... From what I hear, everyone says that he is the nicest guy, nothing but sweet words. But the guy obviously wasn't ready for the big stage, goes out there, gets stomped at home by Stanford and USC because they're a football-winning program. They go out there and they can them. That's that's what a football program is. Should have waited till December on that one, honestly. You really fucked the kids over on that, I I think, in my personal opinion. Urban Meyer, does he go? No. Oh, no, he already came out and said no. no yeah, yeah, this is Urban Meyer, build, though. He's trying to build an organization Yes. from the bottom to the back up to the... Were they even really on the mountaintop? Or is he trying to... I don't know anything really about Jacksonville. Oh, no, they're, they're, they're terrible. I mean, I don't know, dude. I like Jacksonville, especially when they had Minshew Mania. Oh, uh, so. Minshew, the, the porn stash. Banging mom smoking cigs, wearing ripping fucking, fatties, baby. Wearing a fucking mullet and uh, you know, he's rocking a mullet and wearing fucking jean shorts. The guy's a legend, dude. Hopefully, he okay. Gets and that's more. what's kind of kind of iffy about me. As Minshew did good his rookie season, and then they come and they look like absolute dog water second season. That's not on Minshew; it's on the talent around him. Then they go and draft Trevor Lawrence, number one overall. Obviously, I mean, I mean, if he's there and you have the the opportunity, do you draft him? What they should do is just go ahead and trade Minshew. Send him to the Washington football team, which I'm going to reiterate with somebody else because I want to talk some football about, um, you know. But, yeah, uh, Jacksonville dog water. I mean. Yeah, Jacksonville is dog water. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I have to be honest. I heard it. This sounds crazy now. I heard about Tim Tebow got cut by Jacksonville as a tie-in. I really like Tim Tebow. I really wish that... Uh, Maybe in his career, when they really doubted him and all that after, I guess you could say Denver, and they told him to switch over to fullback or tight end, he probably should have took that that advice, and he'd, I think he'd still be in the NFL. He'd be a really good tight end, in my opinion. A fullback, maybe not so much. I don't, I don't think there's enough speed there for him. I mean, do you really need speed as a fullback? I don't know. But as a tight end, I think he, he would have balled out. I mean, the body, the size, I think he has the speed for that. But... His blocking is fucking awful. Oh, it's terrible. Absolute shambles. Shout out blocking. to him for being a religious man, but dude. Man, that blocking was just something else. Yeah. But know. let me talk to you guys about somebody that... I think that, he uh, can stop the demons from coming to God. <laughs> that, I can, that I have a personal... Not a personal, but I have a, a bone to pick with. Hopefully it's not Conor McGregor. Oh, no, legend no, himself. no, no. Arthur Blank, owner of the Atlanta Falcons. Remind me. So as you know, in the offseason, they let go of Julio Jones. They trade him away. Um, and they go and sign Matt Ryan to an extension. Matt Ryan is in his in his latter part of his career, and they come out Sunday, and I watched the game because they had it on TV, Eagles versus Falcons, and it looked like Matt Ryan was Paul Crew from The Longest Yard, and his line was doing <laughs> his absolute best to get this man killed. If you're Arthur Blank, and you see what Matt Ryan did for your organization... Why do you still have him on your team? You should have traded him away for some younger picks, some assets, shipped him to a team that can actually compete instead of keeping him on your dog water team for him to get laid out almost every single play. The poor guy was back there just getting pummeled by the Eagles, just getting absolutely just destroyed the poor guy. And I like Matt Ryan. 
is crap when you say that, because I was thinking I watched that game too. What about like about four three years ago when Matt Ryan won the Super Bowl? They win the whole time. 23, uh, 28-3 the whole game. And they did by the Patriots. Shot their mouth. They came back and won the Super Bowl. So, what, 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 what's the play there with the Falcons? What are you trying to do there exactly? Like, uh, are they rebuilding? No, is they're it, just holding on to their, is it, their gym. They is it football purgatory? What the hell is going on down there? If I were them after that Super Bowl, you know, you know and, or not even after the Super Bowl, that next season when Matt Ryan and them, they were just, I think they went 4-12 and 12 or 5-11 and 11 or some shit. After that, you could you should have just traded him away, I guess, when he was kind of in his prime. Not really, but yeah, yeah I would have traded him away, tried to get some draft picks or something. the moment him. you traded away Julio Jones, you immediately say that you're rebuilding. With that rebuild, yeah, you go and trade him away. You go get those assets. You go get those those younger cats because, don't get me wrong, Kyle Pitts, freak of nature. He didn't look like he had it Sunday, man. It looked like they put a, no matter where they put him on the field, they stuck a cornerback on him. No, not not at all. But I don't. That's what I'm saying though. Like I don't understand what they're trying to do down in Atlanta. Like why extend him? Why trade away his best value, Calvin Ridley? I I haven't been sold on him. And last season he balled out when Julio Jones wasn't there. But this is a new season. Well, you got um, and uh, I've never been sold on him. One of the best linemen is uh, Matthews. That's quite my cousin. But I know she got hurt, or he's just a bust. Um, no, I'm not sure what's going on with him. I got issue problems. Like, I'm pretty sure you might come at similar to help. And their defense is just absolutely terrible. I mean, uh, we all point and laugh at them for that Super Bowl victory, or that Super Bowl loss, sorry. Let me clarify that. But their loss, that 22-3 lead that they blew away, that defense just gave it all up. And it just seemed like after that, their defense just progressively got worse. And then as their defense got worse, their offense got worse. And it's just like, I don't know, man. I would love to see him on a uh, on the Washington football team, thrown to Terry McLaren, having Antonio Gibson, Logan Thomas, yes. having Curtis Samuel. Um, you know, just an explosive offense that just begs, just is begging for uh, somebody to take the reins there and just lead them because the NFC East. Uh, you know, shout out to the Cowboys that look great on Thursday, but. Uh, they don't have a defense, you know. It's going to be, yeah. can you outscore them, which is classic McCarthy right there. Can you outscore the uh, Dallas Cowboys? And nobody else in that division even looks close to being competent. And, you know. Uh, let me read something to you. It says on, uh, shout out to Barstool Sports and Twitter. Calvin Johnson said he will squash his beef with the Lions if they pay him $1.6 million to get the man's respect. That's all you gotta pay him, 1.6 Oh, look, we got a special guest on the show. Special guest, joining us today is my daughter, yeah. Briley Come Grace. Come here. Go ahead. Come here, Briley. It's, yeah. it's Todd. Come here. <laughs> can, you, can you say hi? No, no hi. Okay, no hi. What'd you no do today? Hi. Wow. We got dogs going. We got hijacked by my baby. Oh, she needs to go potty. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Hi, Brixley. Hi, Destiny. Destiny Renee is uh, Christian's wife. My sister-in-law. Shout out. Oh, yeah. Shout out. She actually uh, beat our dad this weekend. He was pretty... He he was was upset. He was very salty. 
very salty. <laughs> and pure sodium. Also, on that uh, on that subject about family, R.I.P. to Theo Dundee. He passed away two years ago today. Uh, it's a hard Shout one for myself. Yep. Um, I don't know when we lost grandma. Grandma was a, you know, a while back. But uh, now she passed away on this day too, uh, this day as well. So, yeah, September September sucks. And so does September 15th. It's ass. But, um, yeah, rest in peace, Theo. Love you. Hopefully we'll see each other again in paradise. I, I got a question for y'all. How you feel about Coach Beer and about the chat? You got a new coach name, Mark Adams. Yeah, Coach Beard, he is a uh, terrible human being. I realize, you know, you have to do what you got to do, but the way you did it, you got the fan base into it. But, you know, I guess I guess in a way, if it wasn't for him, you know, um, he really brought the fan base and the love together. He brought, he you know, he put Texas Tech basketball on a map. I mean, I wouldn't say on the map. He brought us back to, you know, Revelancy, or how do you say that word? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Are we Chris, talking about Chris Beard? Wait. Unfortunately, his cocksucker ass is coming on the. No, I, mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I. I mean, fuck him. Yeah. No, I don't know if you know. And yeah, I think that's derogatory. So we might might have to edit that out. Uh, if I not, then it's there. And when we when we eventually Joe become Rogan famous, says you guys can. Uh, I think Joe Rogan says worse, doesn't he? As long as we I, don't, I don't say. I don't watch Joe. Like, he seems like a troll. He is. He seems like he like he <laughs> literally <laughs> tries to troll people. So I don't, I don't know. know. You know, this is our podcast. This is our show. So you know, and I can say it. I don't care. You don't want to listen to it. You don't like it. Go go elsewhere. But yeah, no. Shout out to uh, Joe Rogan. No, uh, yeah, Chris Beard. I don't like speaking the name, but you know, I really, I hate that. He brought the fan base together uh, after Chris Beard, or not. Chris Beard after Bob Knight left and then ended up hiring his son Pat Knight who was just fucking awful. Awesome. Tubby Smith and then Billy Gillespie. Yep. He coached one half and I think they fired his ass and he went elsewhere because he couldn't <laughs> stay sober. I mean, Drunk yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, okay, that's the one thing like, I will harp on Chris Beard for. Yeah, he absolutely made something out of nothing. We were clay people and then uh, this guy came in and then we, we, we were formed from clay into we, we actually molded into men and then we became... Uh, you know, uh, national champion runner-ups. Shout yeah, out to Jared Culver. Uh, you, you stay on your guy, and uh, mm-hmm. we win a national championship. Better so, uh, you don't take a fadeaway three with eight seconds left during the game. Yeah, you could have drove to the that, fucking That's a Chris Beard thing, man. Every every time the game's close, Chris Beard's like play calling or whatever play he draws up yeah, it looks like or something. he got it. It's just terrible. I mean, like he got it out of a, a kindergartner's brain. I mean, it, like it never works. Is that really his fault? I mean, he was the one taking the shot. He drew up something, and then Jared Culver takes a fadeaway, damn near on the three point line. Like you're not LeBron James, you're not Kevin Durant. That's the thing, though, is Matt Mooney was hot. He was he was feeling it. He was on fire. He was playing lights out. That uh, you, you 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 draw up. It's you draw up the play for Matt Mooney. You let him go out there. You let him go make that shot. Jared Culver that that night got exposed, and for him to get drafted by the Timberwolves and like with the tenth pick or something. Nah, dude, that's that's disrespectful. What, what? They took him at number six. Oh Jesus! If oh. you if, if the Timberwolves and, and you know Sean what Timberwolves, if so you guys want to hire me in your front office to, 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 to acquisition talent, if you guys seriously couldn't see the national championship with him going against a Nat or an NBA level caliber caliber player in DeAndre Hunter. And seeing him get absolutely clamped, and you guys are like, "Man, this guy's a sixth round pick or a, a sixth overall pick." Then you guys obviously are the trashiest, the trashiest organization in the NBA. Like he got absolutely clamped, and for you guys to draft him, that's insane. 
Honestly, they, if, if you're banking on that, dude, they should have took Matt Moody, number six. The guy was a fucking baller, man. I, I just can't believe I mean, like I said, that, that goes down as one of the greatest Texas Tech basketball teams ever. Um, oh, hands down. Hands down. I mean, the greatest. The, the next team that will ever be the greatest, or to become the greatest, has to win the national championship. And I feel like we, yeah. we should have won that game. Oh, we should have. Um, 100%. We shot ourselves in the foot. Uh, game to lose. But yeah, Chris Beard ended up going to Texas. And, fuck Texas, uh, fuck Chris Beard. Uh, yeah, and I don't know why. I mean, that's his alma mater, but you know, Texas thinks that they're better than the Big 12, so go to the SEC. They got their asses fucking smacked by Arkansas football. So welcome to the SEC, UT. Well, that's what it's going to be like. I, day I, day I just out. look forward to the rivalry of uh, A&M and Texas again. Um, I'm not a fan of either, but. But A and M is my is my, my is my my dog because back when they pulled their shit uh, the first time and they were talking about leaving way back when, and they were talking about the Longhorn Network and A uh, and M was like, you know what, you guys can get bent. Uh, we're gonna go to the SEC. Uh, fuck Texas. Uh, I give them absolute kudos because Tech, being the little brother that we are, we decided like, you know what, oh let's just stay with Texas. Like, no man, fuck that. Fuck Texas. Fuck Oklahoma. Look what they did to you guys. You guys are now stranded in the Big Twelve. Which, um, don't get me wrong, baseball and basketball is going to be absolutely amazing. But uh, come football season, uh, season tickets. Woo! Yeah. Big woof. Yeah, no. What do you think? What do you think about the Texas? What do you think about Mark Adams? Enough about Chris Beard. Fuck that guy. Uh, Mark Adams is an absolute fucking legend. The guy can't stay sober to save his life. (laughs) Fuck that guy. He's a troll. He looks like one. Oh, and if anybody wants bastards. to know some more dirt, uh, his wife actually, you know, quit from the uh, head coaching job at Friendship because there was allegations that she was verbally abusive to teenage girls. So Bullshit. I don't know if there's any uh, weight in that water, but there it is. Nah, I don't know. I got cussed out in high school by some of the coaches. It made me tougher. Well, and that was back in the me. day before Coach you know, before kids had rights. <laughs> now kids have names. rights, and you give them lefts and straights. Coach O'Cry. <laughs> crap, crap. Like, it's just, uh, I feel like, yeah. But no, Mark Adams, absolute fucking legend. Yeah, Mark the guy. Adams, yeah, no, the guys are phenomenal. Apparently ignored so He's many phone calls, told Chris Beard, you can't go from Tech yeah. to Texas. Eight Absolute. times. He called, he called, Chris Beard called Mark Adams eight times. I won eight. All eight times. Yes. Mark Adams told him no. Yep. Texas that. Tech, West Texas is my home. That's right. Let's go, baby. Yeah, I'm right. January 1st. Or wait, no, that's for conference. When's yeah. non-con stop? I don't know. Let me. Look, I'll look that up. You guys continue. Wait, on. We, we got we got uh, we got a new conference uh, for for B twelve, UCF, BYU, and University of Cincinnati and Houston. We got those four going for B twelve in Jackson twenty and Jackson twenty five. Either those two conferences from B twelve. And like I say, my brother some more gaps. I heard of one biggest biggest news is transferring from Ted. His name is KJ Allen. Please. Last yep. chance you. KJ Allen. Let's go, baby. Shout I saw that. I saw that. Did you guys see that? Yeah, very guys disheartening see to see. Uh, Last chance you. Yeah, I saw that. I watched the whole thing. It was very disheartening to see them like yeah. have that team put together and then uh, COVID. COVID fuck absolutely should have. I think they win the. Uh, I think they win it all right there. Yeah. Nah, fuck COVID. COVID really. Ha- COVID really hampered a lot of things. It, it, it it's crazy it's to see. Changed like, it's everything, everything forever. Down. I feel like once COVID, once Kobe died, 
R.I.P. to Kobe, the motherfucking legend himself. R. Shout R. out to the Black. I feel like after the Shout after the Mamba went, just twenty, just the rest of twenty twenty, January twenty sixth, after he died, it's just it just went to shit, and then COVID came and literally kicked all the Americans, all of us Americans, in the balls. And there's people that are, uh, yeah, think that they're resilient, yeah. they're better than COVID. So, yeah, I don't know. Get vaccinated. I did. We did. Yep. <laughs> that, that's our stance. Also, yeah, you know, we talk about literally anything and everything. I realize we're all, we're all over the place, but, you know, like I said, this is us. This is who we are. We, uh, yeah, we're, we're about this. You guys got more knowledge than us. Come holler at us because it ain't going to happen. We're the best. I definitely will say that uh, my two brothers, Anthony and Hunter, they're very, uh, they're the statistical gurus in terms of everything. They can tell you pretty much anything you want to know. Fall off the top of their, let me their Donald, hand, really. Let me Donald Trump you real fast, and I hate that motherfucker. <laughs> Wrong. No, these guys, these guys are, Wrong. these guys are, they're on top of the game. But, I, mean, uh, I, I, I have to pay attention to sports just to keep up with these guys. These guys are awesome. But about uh, the uh, real fast, um, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Much love. No, yeah, no. Uh, real fast, real fast. Texas Tech takes on North Florida November 9th basketball. That's their first game of the season at the United Supermarkets Arena. North Florida. Never heard of them. Might be a fucking JV team for all I know. But we're going to go out there with our... Uh, we win by 40. 10, Easy. 11. How many transfers, Hunter? We had like nine fucking transfers. Oh, shit. Come to our team. We're shit. transfer you. Shit, I got Cal my head. I should have got nine. Well, I'm on. Yeah. Well, I will say this. So I can listen back 30, to this. I, I, and I want to I hear this back. If Lubbock isn't burnt down come uh, February 2nd, uh, I have no faith and the students at Texas Tech, you guys all need to transfer out to uh, Manbly, Pambly, uh, Piggly February Wiggly, uh, Snuffly Cufflins, um, Flower Bills. February 1st. That was close, though. That's what I'm saying. No, se- no, February 2nd, ah, the day shot. after. I popped my mouth off too fast. Yeah. in the balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, not even. Fuck that. If we don't burn it down Tuesday, if, we, if we're not getting tore up on a fucking Tuesday... Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, like he said, we got to have the fans come out. I know I'm saving money for damn sure to go see that game because I'm going to boo the fuck out of Chris Beard. I'm going to boo the fuck out of Texas. I will have my horns down all fucking day, all Hands night, down. all day. Yeah, I hate I, Texas. If, if the Thank if you Chris Beard for going down, man. Thank you for going there because, you know, now it gives me a real reason to actually pay attention and hate Texas even more. And I know a lot of Texas fans. And I hate them too. Just kidding. They're not bad. I just hate <laughs> Texas and Chris Beard. Yeah, I just hate Texas. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's their first game of the season. We got a pretty interesting Big Twelve SEC challenge. We take on Mississippi State. The like three days before, two days before, January 29th. That's that's gonna be an exciting game. So, yeah, I don't know. We uh, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good game. I feel like, but um. Yeah, I don't know. It's whatever. It's okay. Well, uh, you know. Play that 30 seconds with the Vezzy and we'll cut it off. I guess we're going to shut it down. Yeah, so this is uh, Titson signing off on the, uh, the, the Lunatic Show. It is uh, 10.04. We've got bedtimes. We've got all kinds of cool stuff going on at this this hour. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in for the first podcast. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. We'll get better. Nope. Uh, we're definitely nervous. We're, we're trying to get this thing set up. Uh, we're going to try to have a, an episode at least once a week talking about uh, more 
uh, I guess, coordinated things or, you know, um, a better structure where we find yeah. we'll follow like certain topics and we'll flow into another thing. But this is yeah. Bert's okay. yeah. Bert, yeah. first podcast, like I said. Thank point. you guys. We did it. For tuning in. Yeah. This is uh, Titan signing off. Uh, like I said, uh, my brother's a very team Liverpool. My team is a Barcelona. Yeah, Liverpool. You never walk alone. Let's go, baby. And my team Barcelona. I I'm not about Messi away. I am out. I'll see you guys next time. All right, everybody. Uh, both the little brothers signed off. Um, this is going to conclude the first episode of our show. Um, like they said, it's going to be bedtime. we got to go home. i got work in the morning. Long trip to Dallas tomorrow. So, uh... We're going to end it on this and uh, play some Ezra Valley. Check them out on YouTube, SoundCloud, wherever you can get your hands on. Reach out to the guy on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Phenomenal guy. Makes really good music. Um, Here he is.